live from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and a good morning to all our listeners tuned to 91.3 FM audio streaming at www.vocfm.co.za You Relief Network with myself Aisha Lat and Abdi Adis and Muhammad pressing all the right buttons featuring sons of once again this morning it is Thursday indeed and the last Thursday so sad of the month of Ramadan subhanallah 1438 so in studio once again the chairperson for sons of Western Cape Malana Muhammad Hasim Qasim as well as Fairus Muhammad the national deputy chairperson for sons of Malana and Fairus a warm welcome and Malana, indeed, you know, when one reflects on the month that has almost passed us by, subhanAllah, um, it is sad. Uh, we're speaking about a very uh, important topic this morning once again, which is zakah. But, you know, naturally, one also speaks about this holy month of Ramadan, the fasting and all the deeds that one could have gained, you know, always pleasure uh, with the, uh, during this month as well. <laughs> If somebody didn't wake up yet, he's losing the train. Uh, two days ago, few days, a few days ago, we started making Tarawih Salah, and a couple of days ago we started making fasting, and today is the 27th day uh-huh. of fasting. And in the same breath, we're saying, you know, it was a main or a big night last night, supposed to be. Nabi Salah taught us that look for the Dukatul of the last. Ten nights of Ramadan, the uneven nights. So he's given the the, the 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 time period a little bit more. The different uh, uh, to the, the uneven nights. So do you ask the uneven nights in Africa or the uneven nights in in America? Because some people are before us, so they are all different. Sufis used to, to used to do different things. They used to make the last ten nights. They used to do used to go to the beach. So they go to where the, where the sea meets. So where the, uh, the sweet water and the salt water, that day, where the Marza Bahrain, the other that screen will go away. So the water will mix. So they will taste the water on both sides. Right? Uh, other people used to look in the, uh, how the stars are. That means they to cousin. The best part of it, when the Aisha did not ask Ya Rasulullah, how will I know it's Layla to cousin? He said, that Malaika comes down. Malaika comes down, Jibril come down. What does he come do? They come make Musafaha. They come shake hands with those who are in Ibadah. And then automatically you will feel this um, warmth or this emotion, and it is a sign of Lelukadr. Other ulama again will say, Lelukadr is a personalized thing. People might get Lelukadr in different times, right? But whatever it is, it was there to give us a chance to do some good. And if it didn't start, you know, the, the, the bad part is, Ramadan is to his end, and there are still some of us that didn't fast one day. Not because of sickness, not because of uh, incapacity, but because I didn't fast. 
So there's still three days left to say, let me rather start now. I might just get Allah's mercy and next year I will get that it will be better. Mm-hmm. And for those who didn't start to make the whole, I mean that many people, the temple of men, didn't perform any tarawih salah yet. Or even one night for the food to eat the rakats. It doesn't mean after some of the many massages, the khatam is finished last night, tarawih is finished. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will judge you and reward you on your last. You know, I say, Al istiqama fokal karama. To be steadfast is better than a miracle. To read that one salah, whole night, whole night salah, it's a miracle. But to make it every night, is, that, is a, that is a challenge. Mm. So to come for the first few days, you know, for Travis Allah, and we're there on time, and we leave on time, and we come to eight rakats, we come to eight rakats, eight rakats, we come to no rakats, right? And last night, come with the last of rakats. Mm. So, so if we didn't make Twitterakats yet in your whole the whole month. You still got three nights left to do the Twitterakats. But do it. Because Allah might look at you because of your intention. Allah might look at our intention and then forgive us for Ramadan. Because the bad part is when Rasulullah said, you know, one day he called the member and he said, Amin. He called another step, he said, Amin. He called another step, he said, Amin. Sahabi Rasulullah, Ajib. I said, what are you doing? I said, I put my first step, my foot on the member, on the member, on the first step. Yes. So came to me, he said, you know, a wow, and a loss to that person. And, and uh, alive in, the, in Ramadan. And he can't get Allah's forgiveness. So if he didn't make Tarawih yet, if I didn't fast it, I might just catch Allah for the last three days, three days, three nights of Tarawih Salah or fasting, or just reading Quran. Because I might, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, has the capacity. What he said was rahmati wasi'at kullashay. My mercy encompasses everything. Allah can show mercy because of our intention. Allah I didn't make it. Let me try the last few days. I didn't do that much. Let me try the last few days. If I didn't feed anybody, I still three days left. The person was hungry the first day. It will be hungry tomorrow or something. Last week, some people the day before Easter. So if I didn't feed anybody, let me start the last few days. When everybody is now cool off, you know, and, and, and when the vibe is over now, and the, uh, the, 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 the nice word, the, the main part, everybody, everybody that jump under this wagon is over now, the first few days are feeding. The last few days, like by the houseman. So losing their momentum. The momentum. We started, you know, you can see that on the table. Yes. You know, the first week, they see our own houses, the first day, everything is there. Second week, we could do one dish less. The third day, is another dish less. The last week, is a takeaways. Because there's no time to make all the stuff, you know. And the momentum is gone, also, and, and the novelty is over. So when the novelty is over, our feeding, let's me take the novelty over. Because Allah will judge you on the last of your last deeds. You know, Rasulullah said in the hadith, Asha Musliman wa mata kafiran. Asha kafiran wa mata musliman. The person will his whole life is a Muslim. And at the end, he dies a kafir. So Allah says, well, at the, the end. The person will his whole life as a non-Muslim, as a bad person. And at the end, he become good. So Allah says, well, the last. So be a whole time, I didn't do good. Let me try this, this last few days. 
If I didn't do anything good, if I didn't feed anybody, if I wasn't kind to anybody, let me try these things. For those who are in the Taraweeh Salah, there is one lesson. Especially those who listen to everybody read the Khatam Quran most now, everybody was very fond of the Pinisi Khatam. Now, like important is the first ayah of the Quran, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. In the name of Allah or for the sake of Allah. And the moral word is to be kind. And the last word is Linnas towards people. So Mufasid explained the whole Quran from beginning till end speaks about for the sake of Allah, be kind to humanity. So if if ever the Quran must be from ever the Quran because if they read the Quran that means nothing. Allah reward you. But the the teaching of it. And if I did last year learn something, this year is a new thing we've learned that for the sake of Allah, be kind to humanity. Because Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came feeding his why to be kind to humanity. I break your fast for you because I'm kind to you. If I give you a place in the south, being kind to you. Rasulullah came for this particular reason. I was sent to perfect character of the mankind. So being kind is part of your character. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Latif. You know, we read in the Khatatna, Ya Latif, Ultuf Bina. You know? So, oh, the most kind, be kind to us. But Allah will only be kind to you if you are kind to humanity. That's like, Irhamu man fil ard, Yarhamu kumman fil sama. Have mercy on those on the earth, then those in the heavens will, be, will have mercy on you. So, if you want, to be, if you want Allah to be kind to the day of Qiyamah, let be kind to humanity. So if Ramadan has taught us anything over the Ramadan, the lesson of Ramadan this year must be Bismillah Rahman Rahim Waliyatallatov Linnas. For the sake of Allah, be kind to humanity. Because at the end of the day, Allah subhanahu wa reward what benefit you were to humanity or to Allah's makhluk. You know, so it is over and over we can say it. And if Ramadan has come to an end, it must come to an end on a high note. I mean. So one day, I said, you know, when Ramadan comes to an end, then Allah give the reward to everybody. So the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, is that the land of Qadr? I said, no. It's just fair when the employee has worked and the employer should reward him for it. 27th night might be a good night, but the last night of Ramadan, the last night of Ramadan is the night of reward. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everybody. I said, but was Cosmark, you know, and curtains hung, you know, and the dear flavor paint, you know, and mirror of us, wrong time. I said, time Allah, this is out. At a time when Allah, this is out, you need to be in his ibadat. So that we will give Allah more mercy. See, he's still here. Indeed. You know, he's still here, so let me give him more. And he's still asking, let me give him more. You know, and the more you ask, the more Allah gives, because Allah, Allah tells khazana, Allah tells kingdom, and Allah tells treasure. It's got no limit. You know? And at times a person is to be specific 
You want to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Still speaking about the month of Ramadan and its benefits, and especially um, nearing the end of Ramadan, um, you know, uh, one always seeks for your reward, subhanAllah, when you've worked a hard day's work or a month's work, so you get your reward for that. So here we speak about Ibadah, and Allah is never unfair with his, um, with his slaves, subhanAllah. You know, Auntie Aisha, when a person gets you to the end, and the 27th is a big night, yes. but the last night of Ramadan is your main night. Reward people for what they have done, and if you are in the ibadah, reward you more. And when you ask more, you know, it's like when Ali makes dua, yes. he say it's like a dog standing in front of a butcher and he barks and it takes him away and it doesn't go away and it keeps keep coming back until you say it through the bone you know? and then it walks away. You know, Allah throws that bone of maghfira. The bone of forgiveness, then we walk away. But until then, and I feel I'm not forgiven yet, I keep on asking Allah Subhanahu You know, the bone of mercy, the bone of maghfira, the bone of aitkuminanar, you know, then I stand keep keeping, uh, keeping on asking Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is the last it's supposed to be. For those who have read the Quran and have khatam of the Quran, and mashallah, Allah to increase us, try to read Quran and Amen. with khatam. But also sunnah, you know, when a person is in difficulty, to get out of it, to give sadaqah. But always that things good happen, it's also to give sadaqah. Because it is now a way of saying thank you. Yes. And la in shakartum, la azidannakum. And when you are thankful or grateful, Allah gives you more. So also like within the past, people make their khatam Quran, and they call everybody together, we make dua, and after that, we give sadaqah. For those who have read the Quran, and they finish the Quran, or those who listen to the Quran, and they listen to the whole Quran, now they make dua, now they give sadaqah. So we do give sadaqah too. Simple. Family first. Sahaba say, Rasulullah, if I have one dirham, who do I give it to? As a silver coin. So I say, to, you, to your family? So if I have two dirhams, who do I spend it on? So I say, on your family. He says, well, if I have three dirhams, what do I do then? He says, your family first, and then somebody else also. So if you don't, you don't have to go fetch money and give sadaka. Simple, mm. make a nice dish, something special. Because this is for the family. This is for my. But the intention is reward. This is sadaka. So Allah reward you. The family enjoys it. You get the smiles, which is the contentment of the heart, and you get the reward for because it, you aim is sadaka. So our aim will be, you know, that nice uh, something, you know. But I did my my my, my all the young children. You can have briyani and all stuff. It's not it's not nice for them. Get the junk food. They love it. They love that. <laughs> so at least you see the smiles. Yes. And Allah rewards you. You know, I don't say junk food because anyas and all things. It's not, it's, they are fasted. They are young, but the aim is to make sure do something special. Don't expect anything to return. Learn to do something special, and that Allah reward you. Because it will be sadaqah. Second part of Ramadan. We have done all the stuff on the, the Aisha. Mm. We have come to teach us zakah, and we have come to do this, and we had a feeding scheme here, and we have uh, given out parcels there, and everything we've done. Alhamdulillah, many of us have done it. The aim must be to from today. La nuridu minkum jaza'an wa la shukura. First, I've done everything I've done for Allah's sake. Don't expect a reward 
all things. Because that is for Allah's sake. From people. Yes. Then, anybody just say shukran for, for, for the parcel? Say, oh, sorry. Anybody just say shukran for the, for the, for the, for the, the food you made at night time? It's also okay. Because in the moment you expect the, the thank you, may mean your reward is done here. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So one day a person came to ask him, which was a, a yatim, a orphan. So he gave him something. The next one, they said somebody came uh, and he gave again something. So somebody came, also was he up, also came. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saw his generosity. And I thought, say the ayah down. وَيُطْعِمُونَ عَلَى طَعَامِهِ مِسْكِينًا وَيَتِيمًا وَأَسِيرًا إِنَّمَا نُطْعِمُكُمْ لِوَجَهِ اللَّهِ لَا نُرِيدُ مِنْكُمْ جَزَاءً وَلَا شُكُورًا So Allah says, we've seen them how they feed the poor, the orphan, those in bondage. Right? They have given it for Allah's sake. And they didn't expect, not even waiting for it, they didn't expect it all. Any things or any reward. So then Allah alone gives a reward. Everybody say, thank you, mashallah, thank you. We, we, we appreciate and all those things. Tell yourself, I don't deserve this thanks. I don't deserve this gratefulness. At least I do it for Allah's sake. But last, before we start our program, inshallah, is when a person go out taking. And this is an advice of myself, for all of us. And then people go around for, because it's our last program also, getting, asking. You see most now our women, our mothers, big, big people. People, and they go to door to door and ask for fitra, and ask for food, and ask for this. In South Africa, there's no hunger strike here. There's no hunger. People are dying out of hunger. But this habit of asking. People keep on asking and keep on asking. Under the Fkiyama, he will come in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a face without a skin. So he says, All the shame is gone. So our mothers that are walking around, and it's important to get a beautiful word. You gotta go home, make dua, instead of asking. And it is Muslim women, people are making salah. Are they not forgotten to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah told us that Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala, إِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْعَلِ اللَّهِ وَإِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْعَلِ بِاللَّهِ When you ask, only ask Allah. When you ask for Yaab, only ask Allah for Yaab. Wallahi, your rizik is written for you. You don't have to walk it. But also don't use Ramadan as a cash-in period. Where I go from area to area to area to area, a parcel here. Some people, you know, that I say, you won't believe me. They end up with 10 parcels in the cupboard. They're cashing in, they put it up their grocery cupboards. At the cost of my shame, at the cost of my haya, my modesty. And if you don't have, remember, Allah will send somebody to you. But keep on asking, Allah will make you zalil, Allah will make you disgrace. Without walking around and asking. The Bidev Kiyami will come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without a skin on your face. It means 
without haya, without any shame. And it's important that if we, because we make or we create a begging nation. Mala, but you can't, you can't send people away from your door if they come knocking at your door, can you know? <laughs> you, 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 you have to ask yourself, a person come to you and says, well, stay in my casa. Is it, is it the truth? People ask, going around, Islam yes. does, does it, Islam discourage begging. Islam discourage begging because this Ummah is the Ummah of beggars. You see what happened? Now you create in the, in the Masjid and Jummah, you see the Masjid, long queues yes. of people. But it didn't make the Masjid Salah then. So you're asking the wrong person. One day, Abu Nawaz, there's a story. Abu Nawaz, not by the king's door, he came to ask something to eat. So he found the king sitting on his Masjid and his hands up making dua. He turned around, walked away. So after the king asked him, I see you came to my door, what's wrong? I said, you know, I came to ask you something, but I saw you also a beggar. So I can also ask by the one who gives you, I can also ask by him. Those who have, call it from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who are asking, rather ask Allah. And he will keep you haya, your shame. But going around door to door, you know the real person, you won't know the poverty. Because the Quran tells us, the faces you look at into the hairs. They don't keep on asking people. Right? Allah will send them the rizik. Me and you are not the rizik. Right? Allah is the rizik. So if we give everybody by the door, we are actually encouraging the back. Because they come again. Yes. You see the same faces. You know, it's like in Bakaman. You know, the same shape of people coming there. They say, I just need to beg. Is it right? Beg in front of the, 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 the one that goes the most, ask him. Mm. And that one doesn't have no shortage. I have a limited, my, my wallet is a limited of money. I can only give some wisdom to the beggars. But that one has got no limit. And we are all beggars by Allah. Right? <laughs> Oh Allah, only you alone I worship and only you I ask for your help. Why go why, why, why do I take a detour? You might you, you will lose your haya, you'll lose your shame, you will lose your self-respect by going every time. And you know what? It becomes a habit in the Ummah. It becomes a habit. I come asked fitra. But my goodness we can man astaghfirullah. Your kids to see to to do every child. Mm. Master to see to his own parents. Fairies, imagine you people don't buy your mother a parcel. What do you do? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Allah Allah save mm. us. I mean I didn't do my job. I didn't look after my own mother. And it's important. And for everybody you know what what is a bad part is the children were found a mola my mother parcel crazy. But this is a this is a manager. You ask your mother's parcel. It is your duty, it's not the Ummah's duty to see to, to your parents. It becomes my duty to see to my parents first. And it becomes your duty to see to your parents first, not the Ummah's duty. But the, the, you see, the, the haya is gone. The shame is gone. When shame is gone, you do everything. 
Why do you think that, um, unfortunately, in today's time, that children are shedding the responsibility when it comes to parents? No, yes, it's not because they still have to treat the children, perhaps to their parents for a day. But they say, hey, but they must get because it's an old person. Okay. My past do it, my mom would cry, she's a widow. But it is my duty that my mother goes into a house and goes right. The right stuff is halal. Is my parents take some dignity, and my parents don't have to get in a queue to go fetch a parcel. Or my parents don't have to be come to my house, to my mother's house, give them a parcel. Me. Tell yourself or ask yourself, why did I go wrong? That my mother have, my parents have to take food from somebody else. The second part is it. Sometimes I ask the second amen. Also, you know, put it to that person that finds it is much one parent or both parents, and he can't find it, can't get Janna. It is a door to Janna, this. Mm. You know, so if I allow that my mother goes into the queue, yes. or my father's in the queue for a fitra parcel, or be given the fitra parcel, and I can't afford to look after her needs of Eid, then I have failed my parents. I have not given them the hug. So, some people, you know, when they get old, they think, MashaAllah, shukran, al-gha-brangat, As children, we need to be proud of ourselves that I look after my mother's needs, take that parcel back, because I will look after my mother and my father. But that is when we have the understanding. Remember, if you, if you can argue, argue with the money, man. Some old people, is it, is it, they grow up and they get older. Uh, shukran. That's me off one minute. You know, so shukran. They take and take and take and take. So we need to stop it. But it must become a habit when me and you allow our parents to take, take that. Because at the end of the day, they are our door to gender. Can we allow somebody else to look up my mother's needs while I'm alive? To my father's needs when I'm alive? And people, that's what I'm when I said to know that the last day, Allah behind the the reward, Allah still keep back certain rewards until certain conditions are met. Some people, Allah suspend the reward until certain things are met. First one is two people they have differences and they can't sort the differences out. So Allah was hold the reward. Sort out your own things first before I reward you because I might reward you more than you were supposed to get. And I will give you more if you make the suluh because at the end of the day, a suluhul khair. Suluh reconciling is the best thing. Shaitan will tell you, Muni and Khidiman. Shaitan will tell you, you'll be the stupid by giving in. But it's the strong one that forgives powerful. Give in, it's the better part. At times, Shaitan will, if you to break Shaitan's backbone, by just being humble yourself. Man tawada alillah, rafa Allahu darajat. For Allah's sake, Allah will elevate you. Understand? So at times, just, at times, just take a step back and tell yourself, I don't have to be the main ultimate. I can be the, the least for Allah's sake. And I mean, for Allah, the least for Allah's sake, then I'm better off. But it's not mean, but we always, the trouble, 
It's not the outside world. It's their own family. So you are your own patient, no? It is your own family. I said, so families can make a reconcile for Allah's sake. Also, at least reward us on the last day, inshallah. Until I mean, I mean, Malana, I know that we need to get into the topic of zakah once again. And I think very importantly, um, you know, it's, it's the last day. So now people want to impart with the monies and they want to impart with making sure that the, the fitra is paid before the time and things like that. So fitra, how can that be given? Is it just the cash? It, you know, give us give us a little bit um, nasihan on, on how to dispose of your fitra. Inshallah. It was anything for tomorrow, you know, for the nasihan, for the juma nasihan, for the <laughs> we will start today already, inshallah. So. Your fitra is very clear. It, uh, fitra is first of all, why it's paid? It is paid is to purify your yeah. fasting. All your small sins. You know, imagine, we, 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 we've got lots of, lots of shortcomings. So your fortirian, your fortirian is not going to do much with all the shortcomings. <laughs> you know, so we have to, do, we have to pay much more with all <laughs> our shortcomings. Allah, 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 Allah uh, save us from doing big, big sins. That's you the know? minimum. Yeah, that's the minimum. Minimum. So, and as another area, you know, in the North, we said that for the people of Bishop Labors and Bala Park, they pay for Tirem. As you come further, as another go to this is more. We go to Plata Clove, is no more. We go, we go to Dublinville, we actually put a figure. I won't put the tenth head up here. But we charge up by area. You know, first, it's nothing wrong. Because yeah. the Quran says, Whosoever gives more, it's better for him. It's not, better for, it's not better for, for Allah, it's better for Himself. Yes. Whatever good you do is for yourself. So if you think that you are so salih and you pay the minimum, and expect Allah's minimum reward also. That's well said, subhanAllah. <laughs> if, you, if you expect Allah to give you more, then you give more. Then Allah, what I say, if you come to Allah one shibar, one length, mm -hmm. Allah comes two lengths. So if you go one cent more than the minimum, Allah will go double the amount for you for His mercy. And this is not tamsak words, man. This is words of Rabbi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is words of the Quran where it says, You know, these people that is responsible because I'm a Muslim fitra, 40 rin. Okay? 1, 2, 3, another 20 rin. La hawla wa la hawla wa la hawla We will spend it on 120 and anything. So what we're saying is, is that rib is encouragement. Make sure that when you give, you give the best. But now, secondly, people have a habit with the last days. The right way to do it with before Eid al-Fitr. Right? But all the Muslims can give it from day one, you can give it. For the sake of planning, how 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 we're going to yap, people, how people we're going to yap, so we pay earlier is better for everybody. Some people feel that we pay, pay all the years we pay on the twenty seventh night we pay. Oh, Mashallah. But at least the, the, the idea is do pay fitra. Fitra you pay because you're alive in Ramadan. It is not saying thank you Allah, but I'm alive in Ramadan. Right? So if a person die. Because the child is born on Eid morning, after you have sent to the moon, for, 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 for Shawal, you pay fitra for him or for her? No. The child is born before, after Maghrib, when was cited for, for Shawal. You pay fitra for it. He wasn't alive in Ramadan time. 
right? So if a person die the first day of Ramadan or so, it didn't benefit of him. It would become followed on the last day. Right? So the idea is to, by saying thank you Allah for seeing me, let me see another Ramadan. First part. Other parties, so that I, somebody else can benefit on the day of Eid with my money, or with my sadaqah, or with my zakat of fitr. And the other part is that I, Allah SWT, can remove my shortcomings and my, my small sons through my fitrah. Well, there's a question I have. Mona mentioned that if you have fasted the entire month and you give it at the end of the month or you can give it at the beginning of the month yes. and if the child is born after Maghrib on the last day then that child is born out of the month of Ramadan but what happens if that person passes away in the month of Ramadan so he has had half of the month of Ramadan but you see you camp on the first day yes but before the last day becomes followed so what she's saying <laughs> we don't know if you're going to so it's by the end of Ramadan so I, 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 I wasn't there because it's like, it's like, it's like the word salam, man. Yes. It becomes after Zawal. You can't make salam after Zawal. But before Asr comes in, it becomes a must. So I died before Asr time. You know, and, and, and I didn't make the word yet. So the word didn't become final yet, you. So, and it is that usul. But we always try to make sure that I pay up front, I make sure Salah at the beginning of the work, so in case something else happens, so I've done my part. Same is about Fitra. And it's not about the money. Wallahi, it's about the Muslim. It's not about getting money out of you. If you don't, if you don't want to give the money, give the staple food. Nobody can come and with your staple food. But also, we give staple food of, also of the groups also. Now you give to, to uh, people staple food. The Tarab Salah was dates and Bali. I said, Africa, what are we going to do with Bali? We don't, we don't eat Bali. We don't make data a meal for us, but for, for, for the Arabs, it was a meal, it was a staple food, right? In other people, in other countries, they might have mealy meal as a staple food. So they did become the staple food. By us today here, we don't have a staple food. Bread is our staple food. Right, so we give flour, but we give flour, but it was flour if, 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 if I can't. If I come back, I have an oven. You understand? Yes. So the Allah Mahdi says, you know, the staple food of the nation you give. Right? So people already baked bread already. It becomes staple food then. But the Allah Mahdi took the amount of the staple food, flour or rice, you know, and then they give that amount as the Afitra amount. But then you give also, and the person was a, almost the poorest person. They can just pay his fitra. He pays for terrain. Right? The person that can just pay fitra, he pays for terrain. But for us, Quran teaches us, it encourages us. Whosoever can give more, better for him. So the question is, do you be the judge? Can I can I afford more than 40 then? Can I afford more than a hundred then? And can I afford more than a thousand then? Right? It is very easy. Kikiman. Or say extra hobbies. You know, that, that, that more channels on the TV, you know? Yes. It's 700 and odd rand a month, you know? Uh, it's 8,000 rand for the year. For what? For enjoyment. No reward. Right? So you tell me you can't afford 8,000 rand to pay for Fitra? 
right? So maybe they just Allah give us an iman to because it's, it's very difficult to part with money. Yeah, Allah, you know, it's very difficult. If I have a lot, I got, I will give a lot, I will give some, but if I have little, I won't give. I won't give. So actually, when you have little, you should give, because when I have little, Allah guarantees tenfold. Well, on that note, one uh, wonders um, what happens. The question came about: If I have illegitimate children, do, does the father have to pay for their children a fitra? Illegitimate child? How illegitimate? First of all, is it his child, or is it the mother's child? So one of the two of you becomes able, becomes liable to pay it, right? You got married to the mother, so you can't you can't marry the child again. It is to you, but if you marry the mother, if it's a girl, you can never marry the child, right? So you, it, it, make sure you make sure you pay for the child because you pay for the mother. Like, if you take the mother, you take it with the package, boss. Yes. Right? So you pay for her and the children. So whether you pay for her, for not for her or for the, the child, but you still somebody have to pay for the child. If the child can't. Uh, the child can't afford herself. So that's so important. Uh, so, so, so we say uh, a marriage, a child out of wedlock. Mm. Right? So you don't say, like, but some people are able to experience a, a, a child out of wedlock of a fancy word, illegitimate child, both is the same. Mm. Right? Beautiful words. Somebody has to be with a child. And if, if you have a child out of wedlock from the same wife, so you took this wife who was a baggage, right? So you pay for the baggage also. At the end of the day, was it Allah got the reward? You that you does the good, right? So you can you can refuse the good on your on your books of on your book of goodness, or you can take the good. And we're saying whatever you do, a sunnah in the Nawaban, Allah reward you the reward of a farald. Whatever you do of a farald, which is now fitra is a farald. So Allah reward you 70 times, seven hour times, that means umpteen times. And now we have a question that says, what if I don't have any money for fitra? If you don't have, you can receive fitra. Those who can't afford to pay. So you ask yourself, uh, I hope you're not smoking. Because you, you, because you, 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 can, you can buy cigarettes, but you can't pay fitra. Or you can, you can or you have your own other habits, but I can't pay fitra. Some people genuinely are poor. Mm-hmm. I don't say they will see fitra. Right? Those who can't, they don't have, they have nothing. You know, ask Muhammad, is not going to force you. Right? But ask yourself, am I genuine? Am I not able to pay? Don't I smoke? Don't I do every, 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 any other hobbies which is not uh, kosher? And I use my money on that. Mm. Why you be the judge yourself? Me to say, yeah, you can do the pay, mashallah. I can only answer the question you ask me. But you be the judge and say, I can, I can't afford. But I smoke, you know, buy a pack of cigarettes twice a week. But by the cheap line also. So the cheap line is one week cigarettes money, you know. So you be the judge yourself and give the answer.
said earlier on, Mona Nahali say for now. So now we're going to cross over to Fedus Mohammed, National Deputy Chairperson for Sanzaf as well. Fedus, you only got a chance to greet earlier on. And furthermore, we just listened to what Mona had to say. But I think, you know, this time around, most of the questions will be posed to you as well. So warm welcome once again. And you've came totally prepared because, you know, this is the last couple of days left where you want to inform people on you know what to do with regards to the zakah as well um, we know you've had so many seminars that you've hosted as well and especially the one for women too absolutely auntie aisha um and maybe a lot of people have told me that they actually never heard um the sessions before so i think it would be quite meaningful if i just recap on what we've spoken about in the last three weeks um, and it also just end off um, this week, seeing that it is the last one, um, alhamdulillah. So um, coming back to the topic of zakah, Molina has spoken about the, the softer part, but coming back to zakah in terms of its importance, we've, we did mention that um, it is an act of, uh, at least an expression of, of gratitude. We've mentioned that it was, it's a pillar of Islam, so it's something that we have to do as, as a Muslim. Um, we also spoke about the purpose of zakah. So basically, in terms of what it means um, to yourself, so, yes. so the purpose of it means to spiritually purify yourself, to purify your wealth, it develops a relationship between the, the giver and the receiver, that, love, that, that um, emotion of love, the, the emotion of giving, um, it increases your, your character. So there are a lot of uh, importance in terms of why we pay zakah, and we also mentioned in terms of the, the recipients um, of zakah. Um, if we look at, I think there are about eight categories. We firstly looked at the, the fuqara, which is the poor. It's those people who, who do not have any uh, means of, of sustenance. Mm. And then we also looked at the masakin, who is the needy. Mm. Those are the individuals who have, but do not have sufficient enough to be able to sustain themselves. We looked at the amil, who is the administrators of zakah. We looked at the mu'alaf al-qulub, who is the, those whose hearts are being reconciled. Those who are in debt, who are the gharimin those who are in bondage um, but that for that topic specifically or category specifically we don't find that um, in today's world because we, we do not um, have slaves um, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah and in the cause of Allah who are those in fi sabilillah and the wayfarer who the ibn Sabil. maybe at this point I can also perhaps highlight that these categories of zakah are the same beneficiaries of those for zakat al-fitr and a lot of people are now paying the zakat al-fitr so they need to ensure that they're giving it to the right people so if you want to question yourself is can I give it to a particular person look at the categories of the of the beneficiaries and then you'll be able to know whether you'll be able to give it so with that let me tell you who you're not allowed to give it so we look at um, in terms of the the people who are not allowed to receive the car also obviously the ones who are not allowed to receive the car to fitter so we look at in terms of the rich and the wealthy because they are self-sustainable, so they don't need um, the sustenance of, of Zakat al-Fitr. Those who are capable of working but are not uh, willing to work. Um, so we also look at the disbelievers who fight against Islam, the, the family of the Prophet Wasallam, And we look at your, the children, parents, grandparents um, and wives of the Zakat payers. So you look at in terms of your ascendants and your descendants. So you cannot pay to your parents and your grandparents as well as to your children, your grandchildren, great-grandchildren. So it's basically those who you're supposed to take care of, those who are your res responsibility. If they live with you, for example, you may have an aunt that lives with you as well. Those people are also supposed to be part of whom you're supposed to take care of, so you don't pay your zakat to them as well. Okay. So there are 
if you look at that, and that's in terms of who are the categories who are not allowed to receive zakah. So if you're looking at in terms of specifically going into the technicalities of um, zakah itself, we look at um, zakah is basically compulsory on all surplus wealth that you have. And it's compulsory on every Muslim who owns the minimum nisab. We'll get through the, the, the clarifications and the meanings of these terminologies later on. But more to say that zakah is uh, an individual responsibility. It's something that you do on a personal level. Even though you may have, for example, when you get married, people generally kind of have a joint bank account. Remember that because we're saying it's individual responsibility, you need to ensure that you pay zakah on your surplus wealth that you have. Not just an individual responsibility, but it is an ibadah. Oh, absolutely. It is an act of ibadah. Yes. So it's a pillar of Islam, so it's something that you pay, but it's an, so we, we don't necessarily say that it's just the payment. Yes. It is an act of ibadah. And when you're thinking of an act of ibadah, you're thinking of pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when you're thinking of an act of ibadah, you're thinking of doing good. You're thinking of doing what's right. Um, and you're also thinking in terms of the recipient, in terms of that's their haq. You're not doing them a favor by paying your zakah. Because remember, the things that we worship, or not the things that we worship, when we perform acts of ibadah, when we worship, it is also Allah's way of giving us the, the, the opportunity to do these acts of worship. And I think I've mentioned last time where the Sahaba, for example, they were so poor, they were so in need, that they, they saved, they wanted to save because they wanted to be able to participate in all of pillars of Islam. Because remember, when you're poor, you don't need to pay zakah. You will then be able to become a recipient, which means you receive zakah. But they wanted to be part of every pillar of Islam. So they saved so they were able to have the minimum nisab, so that then zakah would be then liable on them to be able to pay. SubhanAllah. Whereas we kind of find ways and means of reducing our zakatable wealth to be able to pay less. But it's all about your intention. If that is your intention, Allah knows what you're doing. So it may be technically right in terms of the calculation, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what's in your heart. And like we say, every, everything we do in, our, in Islam is based on our intention, the reward we get. Subhanallah. We have some questions that came through as well, Ferris, but I think, you know, just to um, wrap up with what you're currently busy with as well. Uh, shukran, Auntie oh. Aisha. As we were saying, um, in terms of we were speaking about zakah and its technicalities, um, maybe just to mention as well that zakah we pay every single year. So I think people tend to somehow somehow forget that um, because they, they usually say that, well, I paid it five years ago or I paid it when I, when I um, had some funds, um, but they never realize that it's something that they pay every single year. And Maulana Hashim always says, well, did you salah fajr yesterday? Mm -hmm. And you say, yes, well, is fajr compulsory on you today? And say, well, yes, so is zakah. It, it is one of the pillars of Islam. It is an act of ibadah. So it's something that you have to do every single year. With that, we maybe just need to clarify that everybody's zakah payable date is different. Because when you have the nisab, when you decided on um, investing your funds and you, you, um, you eventually had some wealth, um, so that is why the nisab is different. For example, you may have the nisab this year um, in May for myself, but you only may have had nisab next year, um, last year on Ramadan, for example. So you need to look at when you had the nisab, which is the minimal surplus wealth, and then calculate every single year from that date. So that is why it can be any single day of the Islamic calendar year, um, and you just need to bear in mind that that is something that you pay every single year as well. So basically... Just, just a question on that. Malala, last, last week you mentioned that you can actually pay your fitra, your zakah in advance. 
So we're looking at people who might not be, uh, you know, be able to pay um, zakah, uh, like you say, the, the, the whole period of, of one year. So now people might, you know, say that, but I give um, sadaqah. It's totally different. Your intention, the near that you that you're giving for, must be say that I'm going to pay my zakah in advance, and this is how I'm going to do it. So that is the, the intention that you're making. So you can't say, but I've been giving sadaqah the entire year. So it's different. Am I correct, Limolana? Uh, I say you're correct. A person can, you can't say, I just gave The near must be for zakah. Yes. Number one, number two, you can pay. You know, okay, I my amount is due to me is about 2,000 for the year. So I can't go to that once, so I pay other than so long. So by, by, the, by the end of the financial year, I just pay the balance in. You understand? So, yes. so, 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 so now we have to pay 2000 which is a lot to, 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 to part with this money, you know, the thing I love the most. You know, so I, part with it. So I pay off and I, and I give it away. By the end of the financial year, you see, okay, now, okay I'm, I'm due X amount, so I only pay the balance. Or if I've overpaid, I can get it over to the next year. Right, or I can say, say good, if I pay, Allah will reward me for it. Inshallah. Okay, you know, we speak about the month of Ramadan. Are there other months on the lunar calendar where people are very fond of, you know, paying their zakah as well? Uh, yes, okay, Asha. I just actually first want to add on to what Nolan okay. said about um, paying zakah um, in advance. Um, SubhanAllah, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. I actually forgot what I want to, want to say about uh, what Molina um, has just said. So let me rather just get back to the question in terms of are there any other months that people tend to pay? Well, I think generally the majority of the people pay during the month of Ramadan, and rightfully so because of all the reward that one gets. Um, but another month in terms of, more so in terms of Western Cape that people generally pay is in the month of Muharram. We find that um, in the Northern Cape that's not uh, 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 something that happens as frequently as in the Western Cape, but usually those are the two only months within our lunar calendar where people generally pay their zakah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So getting back in terms of the conditions of zakah, yes. so there are basically just four conditions of zakah. The first one we look at is, like I've mentioned before, which is the nisab. So you need to own the minimum surplus wealth to be able to be eligible or liable to pay zakah. You also need to have the whole, which is the Passenger um, passage of one Islamic calendar year. So you need to have the nisab in the beginning of the year as well as the end of the year. If your nisab drops, for example, if it drops below the value of the minimum surplus wealth, then obviously zakah is not then due on you. Um, you. You only pay zakah on wealth that you actually own. And the asset generally or the wealth generally has to grow or potential to grow. So you look at those four conditions when you when you clarifying and deciding in terms of what assets are zakatable. So if you look at more specifically in terms of what assets are zakatable, those are actually quite quite lengthy, but let me speak about what assets are not zakatable. So firstly, if you look at the assets that are not zakatable, are those ones that are personal consumption. So you look at the house you live in, you look at the car that you drive, the furniture that you have, those assets are not zakatable. We also look at certain um, metal and stones, Platinum is not zakatable, and neither are diamonds, for example. Um, capital assets and tools of trade are not zakatable. Uh, example, for example, if you have a manufacturing business, anything relating to actually ensuring that you're building or developing or producing um, a product. Okay. So, for example, your machinery, your delivery vehicles, all of those assets are, are tools of trade. 
so they are not zakatable. The Prophet mm. said that zakah is not payable on horses and slaves. So horses was referring to in terms of means of trade or in terms of um, means of transport or could have been the tool of trade. And in terms of slaves, specifically referring to, referring to personal consumption because slaves were used for personal use. Um, another asset that's not zakatable is waqaf property. So if you look at the, the masjid, um, those assets, because it doesn't have a definitive owner, or at least the owner is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the benefit of the ummah, um, so an individual can't own um, the masjid, for example, specifically. And we also look at unlawful assets, specifically interest, um, gambling money or lot of funds. You cannot pay zakat to cleanse an unlawful asset, so that doesn't work. Um, so, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't accept that is not good. So, those assets are not zakatable. If you look at the time of the Prophet gold and silver was the, was the trade currency. So currently what happens is that we use the, the, the silver, um, the amount of silver, the nisab for silver, which is about 612 grams, and we calculate the value of that, which comes to around about 5,400 rand. So that is what we use as the value of the nisab. So, so it's actually meant to be gold and silver, but we just transfer it to an easy, easily calculated value for okay. somebody to be able to decide, to identify whether the assets are zakatable. So currently we use, um, so currently it's 5,400 5, rand. Um, so if you look at the assets that actually are zakatable, there are basically four categories that, um, of assets that are, that are um, zakatable. We look at liquid assets, and then we ha also have animals, um, agricultural products, and mineral products. We specifically just going to go through some liquid assets because the other assets of the other categories are very specialized, and the whole and the rates are also different. That is with regards to mineral and agriculture. Yes, for example, okay. if you look at agricultural, it could be between five and ten percent, and it's the whole is at harvest. If you look at minerals, it's around about 20% and it's when it's extracted. So those are very specialized categories. And if anybody needs to know what the calculation is or need assistance, they can go to any of the offices and just make an appointment with a consultant and they will be able to help them. Okay. But if you look at specifically just in terms of liquid acids, we look specifically at money. So this is all the cash that you have in the bank, under the mattress, wherever you kind of hold it. Um, it also includes, uh, which is very common, people tend to ask is, does it include Hajj money? Because it's also something that you've kind of kept aside, you're saving towards another pillar of Islam. Yes. Um, remember, it's also wealth that you possess. And remember, zakah is a means of purifying your wealth and purifying your, your soul. So you need to purify your wealth. So that's what zakah will do is, Molina says, how can you perform Hajj with dirty money? So we need to cleanse our, our, our the, the, the wealth that we have. So you have to pay and you do pay zakah on hajj funds that you own. You just need to know in terms of calculating exactly which date you need to pay and you pay 2.5% on that. Um, then another zakatable asset is, for example, listed shares and unit trusts. Those assets are like near cash. Um, you can cash it in at any point in time. If you don't want to cash it in, all you need to do is just get the market value of those shares and add it to your list of zakatable assets. We also spoke about some policies, and a very common policy that people always tend to ask is about endowment policies. So you have an educational policy that you're paying for for, um, for the benefit of your, of your child. Um, do you pay zakat on that? And the answer is no, you do not pay zakat. As the contributor of the endowment policy, you do not, because you're not the, at the end of the, the beneficiary of, of zakat. 
of that of that um, endowment. However, if you look at the beneficiary of that endowment, who is the the minor child, um, we'll get to that later on. But maybe it would be a good thing to kind of mention it now, in that there are different views on whether the minor child pays on that zakah or not. In terms of the Hanafi madhab, you do not pay until the child becomes balia. Okay. And in terms of all the other madahib, you pay on wealth of minor children. So moving on in terms of retirement savings, and I think this is also generally a very popular question where people say, do I pay on my contributions? Do I pay um, once I am retired? So retirement, so just to clarify, there's a difference between retirement um, annuities and pension funds and provident funds. Um, pension and provident funds is generally a condition of employment, uh, employment, so you do not pay on the contributions you make, and neither do you pay on the value of that fund okay. um, while you're still under the employment. So because it's a condition of employment, it's not something that you voluntarily decided, you do not pay on that until eventually you retire and you get paid out. With retirement annuity, it's slightly different because these are generally for people that are not employed, so it's something you take out voluntarily, and you then contribute. It's basically like a savings mechanism, a savings scheme. Um, however, because you did it on a voluntary basis, you could have invested it um, at any other investment institution like Oasis or Baraka Bank, whatever. However, you decided to do the retirement annuity, and because you did it on a voluntary basis, you will pay Zakar every single year on the value of that fund. Okay, Ferris, the pension fund that you've mentioned that is um, uh, the employer's uh, what condition, you call of, condition employment. of employment, yes. Um, does it mean only when that money is in hand and it has been in your possession for a whole year? For a whole year. For a whole year, then you will pay? Then you'll pay. Okay. Yes, so you've got to be clear that it's not when you actually receive the money. You've got to look at, you then have to hold uh, the funds for an entire year, whether you've spent all those funds. What you have at the end of the day, when, it, when you're doing your calculation date, you look at what wealth you possess, not what wealth you've earned during the year, not what wealth you've kind of dispersed during the year. What do you have today on hand and you pay on that? Also remember that sometimes you earn so much wealth but that you don't plan. For example, because if you look at another common question is that I received the annuity of a pension fund or retirement annuity, but I live on that. However, I still have the value of the fund that's there because remember when you re when you retire you only get paid out one third of the lump sum mm -hmm. the two third actually gets invested continues to get invested and you will then live of that for the rest of your life what so what happens is that you need to also plan that because you pay the car on the value that is still sitting there because you own that you pay the car on that wealth as well every single year so you need to you need to kind of save and plan to ensure that you because you still have to pay the car on that and because you receive an annuity, you then have to calculate and plan to pay Zakar on the, on the, the rest of the wealth that okay. you still own. Can I ask the question then? Maulana, it's a shame. Maulana, what happens that, you know, you, you receive this lump sum of money and you're not sure whether you're going to, like we're speaking, paying in advance. You're not sure, you know, whether there's going to be money at the end of that period, whether you'll have money to pay. Can you pay Zakar uh, in advance? Um, you know, can you do that? Even that, even though that money was in your possession for it was, a year, it was. If the money was in your possession for a year, it was there. So you, you paid on it, must now. Now I'm gonna pay for the year coming, yes. paying in advance, must now. So if I overpaid, it is like I paid advance for the next year also. Then, so you can deduct it from your second year now. I'm paying zakah, or you can say, "Wa manta tawa akhiran fa huwa akhirun la." Whoever gives more is better for him. 
Right, so the the answer is Islam is zakah is not here to make you poor. Zakah is not here to to to, to decrease your wealth. Zakah is here to you to say because the two and a half per annum per year, you know, is the idea of like telling you to share and break that that the greediness of having alone the wealth. Okay. Can I ask the question now that was posed? This one says, I've always paid my fitra on time. I'm a husband with a stable job, uh, uh, four kids and very good wife. This year I've run into some difficulties with payouts of accounts. Could not even buy clothes for our children this year. Am I still liable to pay my fitra? I'm willing uh, to do um, it at month end if I get paid. Two ways. Uh, that's the worst. First of all, a person can only pay fitra till the day of Eid, before the Imam comes out, or the Imam enters the masjid, or the Imam Salah of Eid fitra starts. If I don't have the money because due to my own um, uh, under budget or over budget or whatever bad it is, and a, a bad planning, you are still liable to pay the fitra. Okay. This one says, Assalamualaikum, I would like to ask for assistance to take out the kids' clothes out of the lay-by canal. Daughter, eight years old, and the baby's son, one year old. Um, well, there's a number in there. She says here, um, Sister, um, say my man create a grant. Can I um, shark betal fund it? If you do it, the shark, eh? I don't know what to ask. But the person, I, 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 anybody, you see that the aim of Fitra is to fill the needs and nobody become a beggar on the day of Eid. So even if a child don't have Eid clothes, mm -hmm. that, that doesn't make you say, I can use fit one to buy Eid clothes. Abdullah ibn Umar his wife asked him to take advance on his, on his pay yes. because the kids needed some clothing also for Eid. Abdullah ibn Umar went to the Beit al he is the Amir Mu'minin. Imagine, yes. imagine he is the president of the country. He is the king of the, of the nation. And he went to go ask for an advancement on his salary. But Mal said, you know, you can have, but you must sign here. You're going to pay it back on due time, on the, the end of the month. And you will live to the end of the month to pay me back. There's no guarantee you're gonna live till the end of the month. So like, like, like Amir Muminin yes. took his tail between 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 his legs and he went home, and he told his wife, you know, I've asked for it. You know, a woman make a man do anything. You know, you want to do it, you will go do it. You know, so you went to this Amir Muminin. His wife said he go ask for money. The former go to Ali Mulahed Mark. So the the man went. I went to go ask. And they say, I went, I didn't ask, but they made me sign here, mm -hmm. and I couldn't sign that. Let's have sabr for this year. I see, I can understand. The historians wrote, and I don't know what I done to his children. They, after he died, they actually became very much affluent. After mm -hmm. one year of having to sabr and not take extra debts and extra this, you know, we now make sure Ramadan, it is on Monday, inshallah, our accounts is so high. So we are feeding our children with this interest money, and we are clothing them with this interest money, and we are paying the money on, this, on, on all these people taking interest. At the end of the day, how do we put this interest money in our children's stomachs?
I have to suffer at times because I don't have now. Last it was a good year. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. To learn to say, I can only do with my two hands what I'm able to do. Alhamdulillah. First, we have some questions here. This one says, Malana, can I pay fitra to my aunt who is staying with her daughter? And, Asha, and I think for me, very clear. There's your aunt. Remember, for fitra is to suffice the need of the person's day of Eid. Firstly. Secondly, the person must be zakatable. We have no income, also the income. But if my, if my aunt stays with, with her daughter, and the daughter sees to her eat needs, why would you now give her the fitra? That makes sense. Anybody, make sure the fitra is to fulfill the need of the poor person for the day of eat. Need Right? So if my, if my mother stays with, with me, I'm going to her most now. She's going to eat and eat day. She won't be a beggar. So make sure that the money does. Don't go because the auntie and the uncle because, because I look nice if I bring an envelope. Yes. And they make do out for me. Make sure it goes to the person that does not have food for the day of eat. Mm-hmm. You can give but because she's a, a, a recipient, but is it really fulfilling her needs on the day of eat? Well, I must say, shukran so much because, you know, it is so informative, you, the way you simplify things for our listeners and ourselves here on, on, on the slot, alhamdulillah. This one said, I resigned from work and got a pension package that is fixed until I'm 55. I'm unemployed and has no other income. Is the car payable on this money? Okay, so if the woman's re- assume it's a female, has retired at the age of 55 um, and they still have some funding left, um, two things. They're currently obviously receiving an annuity um, from the pension fund. So even though they're not working, they're still receiving some source of income. Um, so what happens is that you don't pay zakah on the earnings that you have during during the year. If you have savings from the beginning of the year to the to the to the end of the year, and it's more than the nisab or equal to the value of the nisab, then you'll pay zakah on that. However, you will also pay zakah on the value of the fund that is currently. Um, in your name, so for so so for example, um, you've retired, so you have you still have three hundred thousand in the pension fund um, that will still be paid out to you until the day you die. You will pay zakah on the three hundred thousand um, value as well. Okay, so um, as Malana said, not to make it difficult for you, then you can pay it off. So yes. nothing yes. is made difficult, subhanAllah. This one says, I haven't been working for seven months now and the bank wants to take my house. I've been to friends and family um, to ask for help and um, it is eat. If I lose my wife, then I lose my wife. It says, but it probably says, if I lose my house, I, I lose my wife. And I don't want, um, uh, it says, I don't want to ask anymore. What can I do? And it says, I can't even pay my fitra. You can't pay your fitra, you can't pay your fitra. And, and that person, we, we know. It dua changes many things. Hmm. Uh, people can give you today one month rental, you know, some unemployed, or some another month in arrears. The main thing about anybody in difficulty is to make dua. And make dua, and make dua. And there's a big month. If, if the dua don't get answered, Allah might keep something else for you. And if, I, if, I, if, I, if we don't see that something else has been removed for you, Allah keeps us to our reward for Akhirah. 
Amen. It's so important that people, you know, but maybe the person, I hope the person doesn't want us to give over the phone, you know, yes, it's me, it's money for you. The end of the day, we need to encourage people to make dua. Difficulty? And one of the best things is, when a person is in difficulty, Quran says, وَمَنْ يَتَّكِ اللَّهِ يَجَعَ اللَّهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُكُهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَخْتَسِبُ The person is called taqwa. He says, Astaghfirullah. No, Allah will make a way out. Allah will make a way out. Allah promise it. And He will give it, He will give you from where you can't perceive it's coming from. Okay. Well, I think this question we had before, but let's, uh, let's ask it again. Um, first, the one person asked, Malana, can I taste the food if it's the salt in the month of Ramadan? And then secondly, uh, Marids from the masjid give the eat parcels to people to give out. Then they take it um, to who they want to give it to, and that people don't even need it. Please, the masjid must take care about it. Remember, those who, are, those who see the wrong, to rectify the wrong. I don't know which magic, I don't know where from where to go, mm-hmm. but those who see the wrong. Mara Amin Kumunkaran Fali Khairi Biyadi. We see something wrong, but see with the hands. Find them satay by Billy Sani. And if he comes with his hand, make it right, but the baby is stung. Find them satay, Fabi Kalbi, but Dali Kada full Iman. I don't say that make it right with your heart, me show you uneasiness and unpleasant about it. But it is one part of Iman. If you can't make it right with the hand, you know, with the tongue, speak up to the Imam, speak to the Imam. One part. The other part is that, uh, can I, uh, the owners, remember other people's fitrah? Yes. Other people's uh, uh, fasting is dependable on that money and goes to the poor person. So we make sure those who take the owners who becomes the wakil, we make sure we take out the amana because if you don't fulfill the amana, it's a quality of a monafic. As I say, you know, the quality of a monafic is three. One of them is the tuminakhana. When he is entrusted, he is given amana, he betrays the trust. It's the quality of a monafik. See, that is a monafik, it's the quality of a monafik. So for us, we are all, all involved in fitra, the collection and distribution, so we become the, the person that has become the wakil. And the wakil is supposed to be the one that given the amana in his hands. So if we betray the trust of the donor, and betray the trust of the, of the, of the, of the recipient, right? We are actually showing a sign of monafik, a sign of nifak, because we're supposed to make sure whatever we are trusted with, we fulfill the trust. Can I taste the food? You know, I, I, I think your husband won't be angry if, if there's too little salt or too, more, too, more, or too much salt. And it's nice to, to have all the excuses. You don't have to taste it, man. And I'm done, if the food is perfect, it person not fasting. <laughs> There's another question here. Do I have to um, stay to the person I'm giving it to that it is zakat? You don't have to. Okay. Then there's another. As question. long as you know the person is accountable. Okay. Can mom, Can me and my husband give to my mom? Um, see that there is no income. Uh, we'll go back again. Okay. Your mom is your responsibility. Please look after your mother with your own hard-earned earnings. Don't give your dues to your mother and to your children. You can't give it to your mother. Right? That is your dues. You have a responsibility. Are you not shy to ask a question? Can I give it to my mother? Perhaps it's innocent. Ask. Mm-hmm. But wallahi, we have said in the beginning. Rasulullah said, Wow unto him 
that can't get the jannah having a mother or both parents with him. So look after them, spoil them with your heart and his. eat, let them eat what you eat. Because your fortune is going to bring them far. So eat, let them eat what you eat. Let them enjoy what you enjoy, inshallah. Allah, make a good children, inshallah. Amen, amen, inshallah. And this one says, um, can I need my fitra towards my sister's grandson? His dad is not working and he stays at an uh, aunt, but um, uh, that says to her children, my sister has passed away and his sister's son, uh, the aunt of mother's family, he stays with, um, says here with, uh, uh, the funny but difficult desserts. Yeah. You can't give to her. But it's good because you're such a Yes. So give. How much are you going to get out of your pocket? It doesn't have to be your fitra. Give me your sadaqah. Allah might reward you more because this is a due you must give. Zakah and fitra is, is dues. For your family, make sure we give them our hard earnings. We give Allah will reward you more if you give out of your own charity, of your own sadaqah. It is nice to, to, to be the one to say, can I give you, can I give thee? The other rule wasn't there. How do you, how would you feel about your sister's grandson? You know, out of yes. your own? Right? So, the rule, still pay your fitra, but still you have your family also. Family, that child tomorrow might make dua for you. Because an auntie looked after me when I didn't have this particular mother or grandmother. In, in, Look in uh, either spec. It had to be my grandson or my my family that needed. I mean, I was one in need. Would I have loved to take fitra, or my family help me, or sort me out? But I'd have to use their fitra money. Always put yourself into their footsteps, and then you act, and and your answer. Would I love to take zakah? Would I love to take some of this fitra? Would I have to have all this people sending me a parcel? Or rather me be the one where somebody give me without speaking about it. Because I can now say, if a person give the best, Allah will reward you the best. If, if I don't say you can't give to your, to your sister's grandson, but I will encourage you to say, give your sadaqah to, 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 to your, to, to your sister's grandchild and use your zakah and fitra those who are the poorest of the poor. Well, is that how we conclude today? Inshallah. The conclusion is to make dua. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us being serving the ummah. Amen. Myself, you and Aisha and Fairos keep us, keep us always serving the ummah. Make us from those who are sincere what we are doing. We can be humorous, we can be uh, whatever we do, but try and keep that with ikhlas and sincerity whatever we do Amen. and in that way Allah will reward you remember al-ihsan whatever we do today whatever we do our our amalu saliha with our zakah our fitra right and ta'abud Allah ka'annaka tara fa'in lam takun tara fa'innahu yarak do it as if Allah see you doing it Amen. and if Allah if you, if you can't see Allah seeing us Remember, Allah does see us doing it. Right? So, and I do it in the best form. In Allah Jamil, Yuhaybu Jamal. Allah is perfect. And Allah loves perfection. Allah guide us all. Amen. Allah keep us from those who try to be sincere in our deeds and who wants to be come doing this 
for Allah's sake. Amen. And also, Allah reward us in the Akhirah. Amen. And Allah, Allah fulfill our needs in this dunya, inshallah. Amen. Shukran to you, Adi Aisha. Shukran to, to, to VOC for uh, setting us, uh, setting the Ummah. Amen. By bringing the knowledge to the Zakah. Shukran to Sister Hayro, who is the... Uh, the top person is a Kafir, you know, the second of the first deputy national, you know. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but Masha, you did very well. Thank you so much for being in Syria with us for the past four weeks. Alhamdulillah, nothing we've greatly no benefited, nothing we've greatly benefited from your wisdom as well and your expertise. Thank All the success, inshallah. Shukran so much. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. From myself, I shall have to stay tuned to 91.3 FM, the voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Gotcha.